Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Flash Podcast. This is your podcast for the upcoming CW show, The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Dr. Barry and Slash the Flash, brought to you by the creators of Arrow, who's doing this spin-off show for the CW, and it's going to premiere this upcoming fall. I'm your host, Andy B., as always, and this week we have a very special guest. Uh, he is currently the artist, and one of the, he's also one of the best Flash artists that we've had, also one of the most best DC Comics artists, too, and he's right now the artist for the new Flash run with the new creative team with uh, Rob Bendetti and Juan Jensen, and he is Mr. Brett Boop. Brett, how are you doing today? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm um, just excited to have you on. You've been, like, you're, so you're flashed up, like, are you even human? Like, where does this, like, this is beyond what humans can do. Like, this is amazing. What, like, every flash I've seen, <laughs> well, like, <thank> you. <laughs> like, I read, teen, like, the first thing I saw of you was Teen Titans um, from the New 52, and, and like, yeah. your kid flashed, like, I don't know what, if I'm supposed to call it wicked or if it's, I'm supposed to say, like, he looks evil because that just looks awesome. It looks like he... I've never oh, seen thanks. a darker Bar, Bar Allen. So, no, you, you're welcome. You know, thank you for doing great well, I, that was Well, uh, that was a lot of people um, working on that, that specific character. Um, the, 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 the designs of New 52 were just... Uh, especially on that was, like, it was uh, Jim, me, and Kelly Hamner um, trying to... But I did a bunch of re- real quick early designs, and then Jim kind of did the more finished one, and then Kelly suggested uh, a couple things and t- taking the hair out, and uh, he actually wanted more of like a, a faux hawk kind of thing, and then uh, which we all agreed on, and then later on I re- realized that we'd already given Bunker when, he, when he's out of costume the faux hawk, so I had to change it. <laughs> oh, okay. So he gave him the more traditional part look. I mean, uh, yeah, the traditional kid flash look. Sweet. And, uh, well, and, you know, today we're going to, you know, talk about what you do, you know, what you're doing right now with The Flash. And I wanted to start with, because I know you've been a big Flash fan for a very, very long time. And you've drawn his world so many times. But what made you a fan of The Fastest Man Alive? Um, I think I've always just liked the idea of being able to, I, I've always liked to be able to do things quickly. Um, so I think being able to run quickly, do get whatever I need done as quickly as possible... So I can do something else as quickly as possible. I have a short attention span, so <laughs> I, I think it's just kind of a, just the speed, getting things done, and being able to do other things, multiple things at a time, is just something that appeals to me. I think whenever everybody asks you the question, "Oh, if you could fly or have super speed, what would you pick?" Super speed. Like you get so much stuff done. Flying's cool, but it's just all it is is flying. Super speed involves, you know, the, besides the running and the putting things together, taking things apart, getting things done quickly. You know, you know, you you can get there quickly, whereas flying still takes the same amount of time flying does. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just not as interesting to me. And um, and just as a side question, uh, what what was the first flash related stuff that you got into uh, during your you know your first connection with it? Um, the first uh, I started collecting comics right after uh, Crisis and Infinite Earths. So my first official Flash comic book that I picked up was uh, Flash number three with Wally as the Flash. And then I went back and got the other two issues. And uh, a friend of mine was a big Teen Titans fan, so I went back and read all his, like, uh, Teen Titans uh, appearances with the uh, Marv Wolfman and George Perez issues. So I kind of, you know, got... I just liked the character. I liked the design. I liked Wally. I just liked how he, had a, he just seemed kind of fun. And I just latched on to that. Okay, awesome. And um, what was it about this next chapter in Flash's life that made you excited to become the artist for it? Um, well, part was the Future Flash, basically. It was not. It wasn't Wally as much as the Future Flash. Um, Wally was because he doesn't have any powers. He's he's younger. He's not 
you know, he's not Flash or Kid Flash or anything at this point. He's just, you know, Wally. Fine, that's great. But um, the future Flash is what I thought was just really cool because a bunch of visuals popped in my head and they all stuff you can do with it. And, you know, when they first approached me to do it, I've known about, they've talked to me about the Flash for a long time. So they knew that, originally they talked to me about like June, I guess when Francis and Brian first decided they were going to be leaving soon. And then it's like two months, like a month later, I got an email. Hey, are you interested in taking this over? Because Francis and Brian are leaving. I was like, I thought that it was going to be for another few months. They go like, oh, sooner than they thought it was going to be. Yes, because the detective thing came up. So I was like, I wasn't quite sure. Because I was like, if I take it over, people are going to assume Wally's coming back because I'm such a big Wally fan. It's because Wally wasn't originally in the original pitches. Uh, Wally wasn't in the original pitches. It was, it was just, you know, disparity. And uh, so I was kind of hemming and hawing, and then they were going to put me on uh, Superman regularly with uh, alternating arcs with Jay Lee. And then that kind of kind of got the scheduling in that book was kind of messy. And uh, the Christmas time schedule hit, and it just kind of threw everything into chaos. And then so I talked to Brian, kind of came all the time because I was, work on, was doing the Vibe covers for Vibe. And uh, so they suggest they asked Alfred Flash again, and Dan the Dio called and told me about Wally. And, it, and so I was, I was like, okay, it sounds really cool. And I wasn't 100% still until I saw the TV show. Because I'd never been able to get a hold of Barry as a character. I wasn't ever quite sure uh, what to do with him. Um, so I never really read any of his comics. The ones I read were the original Carmine Infanto ones from the very beginning. Uh, so it was the old, old Barry, and he's, you know, in the 1960s, you know, 50s character, so he's very different than how he would be now. Um, and the same thing that kind of happened with Superman, where I didn't quite get a hold of, like, never really kind of got Superman until I saw the new Man of Steel movie. And when I saw that, it gave me an idea how I wanted to, how I could envision the character in my head to draw him. So when I saw the television show, the, the Arrow television show with uh, Grant on it as, as, uh, as Barry, I think, oh, okay, he's kind of a, a little bit of a, of a geeky kind of nerd guy. Okay, because I never got that when I read, this, read the comic before. So I kind of, okay, now I can kind of fit, fit the puzzle pieces in properly so I can kind of know how, what I want to do with them. So Grant was so sort of... It, oh, go, no, sorry, go on. So I just want to make sure you're still on the line. <laughs> okay, no, I was just listening to what you were saying. I didn't want to interrupt you. So um, no, but as a as a little follow-up question, so Grant was ba- Grant Gustin was basically like a little inspiration for you, how to you know how, how on how to, I don't know how to do Barry basically you know giving giving you like yeah he, he his performance because I I found the original show I was I was the original TV show, um I I, I watched it when it was on, um, but it's very different from from what I, the, the new one was. And I, I remember that, but it never quite kind of clicked quite right until I actually saw the, the new one. Um, it clicked a little bit, actually, with Justice League 2. There's some scenes in there with uh, Barry and Hal talking that Jeff Johns wrote that I thought were just great. I was like, oh, see, this is a Barry I really like. He's, you know, because he he, I think Barry needs kind of the character kind of needs someone to play off of a little bit. He needs to have, like, an extended cast and I think Wally, once the initial um, getting to know you face is over in the comic, will actually fill the role that I think he needs, Barry kind of needs. He doesn't have a, a kind of like a foil, someone who can kind of, someone who can joke with him 
Uh, he has, you know, Iris. He's got this Patty, who's you know, real. They're, they're, they're serious and they're funny, but they're not quite as. He needs a like, quippy somebody. He needs like the Hal Jordan kind of guy with a fun kind of character to hang around with. I think it always makes the character like very more interesting. Okay, that's very cool to hear, and also especially with you know with Grant. So, Mr. Gusson, if you're listening. No, see what you've done. You've done something really good. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and um, I look. I'm looking forward to the show. So. Yeah. Oh, he. It's gonna be fantastic, and it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we 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 will get to that a little bit later. I, I do have a specific question about it. Um, but um, you know, can you talk about when you learned that they were bringing back Wally West in a different, exciting way for the New Fifty Two? Um, how was it like finding you know knowing that I'm gonna be part of this team? I'm gonna be part of doing his return. Um, let's see, uh, I had, a, I had a phone conference, a conversation with Dan DiDio. He called me up, and we were talking about Wally, and he's like, he's going to be different. He's going to have black hair. That's all he told me. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and that they gave me the pitch. I gave me the pitch uh, for, you know, the basic pitch. He gave me interested in the book, and, you know, they, offered, and they made the official offer. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to think about it, because they offered me something else at the same time. Uh, so I was kind of trying to decide between the two projects, and then like Brian Cunningham called, and then he was the one who told me that Wally was going to be biracial. I was like, oh, okay. I, it, took, it took me a second because I just wanted, I just ran over my head. I was like, okay, is this, is there anything to do with the character himself? Like, not really. There's nothing in Wally's background that any specific race is, is actually important at all. Um, the red hair, eh. I never thought that as like a defining characteristic of Wally. I know some people do. It, it wasn't, you know, to me, it's not, you know, he, it's just luck of the draw genetic-wise. So, it, it's, to me, it doesn't have anything to do with his personality, what makes Wally Wally. I think that's all in his personality. So, he can be whatever. And because, you know, we do need to diversify at DC, you know, we, that's, you know, I think it's important. We need to reflect the modern age. and we're, all, these, all these old characters were created in the age when the white male basically created all the comics. So they reflected all the white, you know, white males. That's why it's so much, so, it's so funny. People post these pictures of like the Avengers and they're like all white. And they post pictures of like Justice League for like, the possible movie and they're all white. It's like, we need to, it just doesn't reflect the modern society. We need to, to help diversify this a bit. And if this is one way of doing it, I'm totally on board with it. So right. I, I think, I think, I think it's only, I don't know. It, it's just, I think it's only fair and if someone actually, I got a, some some crazy tweets, um, and I got one from this one guy. He was like, "Thank you, I'm biracial, and it's nice to have a character that represents me." And I was like, "That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to include everybody, not exclude anybody." That is very inspiring to hear, and I will say that you know, and I know it is an interview, but I, I know it is an interview, so I'm just gonna give my yes, I just want to give my two cents on because I, to me. Color means nothing to me. I I I think it's important to give diversity and so. But I when you when when Wally was was re- revealed he was going to be black, I was like, you know what? This is really cool because think about it. We have 74 of a Flash legacy, and it's been very wide. So I think it's kind of cool. Like, what a great way to bring back one of the most beloved characters of all time. Yeah, well, that, that's why they did they did the I think biracially so that it would still tie into what was already there. You know, you have Iris because he's a West. She's been established in the in the fifty two, so she's white. Um, but you know, you bring in the the it doesn't matter. You know, he's got you, it's, it's a modern world. I mean, my my brother has has a biracial child. Um, 
Andrew Dahlhaus on the comic, uh, the colorist has, uh, he's, he's, he's going to have his first biracial child, his brother has oh, a biracial child. It's, it's, it's a whole, you know, it's a whole new world. And I mean, we need to be able to reflect what's going on. And these, all these new people coming in, they're, they're being born, growing up, they don't have characters. And they need to have their characters too. It's all, I, I don't know, I just think it's a good idea. No, I think it's a very good idea to, to hear that. Like to hear you know people tweet stuff like that to you saying that thank you for representing me. That's that that's how I felt. For example, when they had yeah, that, that was like it was like it made, it made it all like all the negative stuff just kind of rolls off. Exactly because you know like this is somebody that this affects, and you know he now has somebody in the comic that he that represents him. Yeah, no, it's it's great. So I I congratulate you. Bon and Rob, everyone at DC for you know embracing the idea that that diversity is good and it's like it's you know it's 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 good to do some changes sometimes and like us and to, like you said red hair the green eyes like I didn't even know he had green eyes like two weeks ago so I was like okay geez I thought he had blue but you know, you know I don't read and usually they have green but I I could have sworn like Flash three he had he had blue eyes. Yeah, like I, uh, but it's so it's it, it twenty some years ago. <laughs> it, it is. It might be more than that. It's probably close to thirty years ago. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember this stuff. It's like, you know, it, it's it's you know, they change. I know that there, and I know that in the last universe there was a bunch of retcons happening because I I worked on some of those even right up to the very end when we were retconning stuff. Well, we'll just change this because that is like really old. It doesn't quite work. So instead of, I think they just kind of got, you know what, let's, instead of just rebooting some of, you know, bringing some of the back, let's just, let's just go all in and then reboot all of it. But mm-hmm. there's still, you know, you want to keep the, keep the Batman stuff as much as you, as you possibly could because that's like the strongest sellers. Yeah. Um, it's like they, they, if you look at the movies and stuff, they they always go back to Batman movies, they, they, the animated movies. They always sell. Those are the top sellers. Yeah, I'm, because I would like there to be more Flash stuff, or more Flash stuff, or some more Wonder Woman stuff. There's mm-hmm. the Batman stuff sells them. Like, that's if it takes three Batman so I can get a Flash movie, then it takes three Batman so I can get a Flash movie. <laughs> yeah, and um, well, at least we now we are not getting a TV show, and uh, so you know that's fantastic. And hopefully, fingers crossed, he will be hitting up on the big screen by by, by our boy Grant Gustin. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I mean, I would love to see uh, in the Justice League movie with a large love. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I would love to see like uh, the Green Arrow, uh, uh, Stephen Mel. I like to love to see him as as Arrow on the Justice League movie. Like, I, I love the Arrow show. It's like, one of the only shows I like to tell with. I don't watch every single week, and so I, I, I usually watch it later in the evening because it's on early for me. And so, and I, so I usually like make dinner a little later, and then I, I usually make dinner uh, around nine. It comes on at comes on at seven here. Sorry, it comes, it comes on at seven here, and then I make dinner around nine. So I just DVR and then I watch it while I mean dinner. Oh, that's nice. But because I was trying to finish this this issue uh, Wednesday, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it until Tuesday night. I mean Thursday night. So. Okay. Well, hey, you know, if you're still a fan. You're, you're still watching it, so you know, hey, it's all right. And um, I'm glad to hear that you're supporting the idea that that ML should be our big screen Green Arrow. That's very nice to hear, because I want to see it too. Oh yeah, I, guess, I think that I think it would be a good move um, to have the television stuff tied into the movie stuff. It could help increase ratings for the television series if exactly they're on the big screen. Uh, which is strange because the money, the 
television and movies don't increase sales for the comics. But there's never any, like, you never, you never get money back. No, no, you, don't, you don't usually pick up new readers. You might lose a few and then gain a few, but in general, you don't get, like, massive amounts of re- new readers when the movies and TV shows come on, which is strange. Um, but it just seems to be the way it is, and it's been that way since the Batman, the Tim Burton Batmans. They've known about it for years. So. Okay. I, makes, well, I guess it makes sense. It's, um, I walked at a comic book store when Batman uh, 2... The, returns? The, the one with the penguin, yeah. the Catwoman, came out. The Tim, and, and there's just like tons of the Catwoman and Penguin books that we just didn't sell. And that was like right at the, the, the big boom in the 90s, right when that was starting. And uh, everything was selling, but like those stuff didn't. That just didn't. It just didn't sell. It's like the, for the comic fans bought the comics, and the movie fans watched the movies. And the comic fans can be movie fans, but the movie fans generally aren't comic fans. Strange. I don't like my aunt, who's seventy-two. She loves the Arrow show, so she that's, watches Arrow. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> she must get a thrill when she sees, you know, well, in for example, Stephen Amell doing his. Well, thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that, that's part of the, I think part of the appeal for some people is the uh, the shirtless stuff. And it's kind of, you know, it, it's almost like, you know, it's kind of this fun kind of joke. It, it is. I mean, take a shot I think, every I, time. I think, you know, I think you open the comic book and there's a shirt, you know, it's just funny. I, I just find it amusing. It's like, awesome, look at this. Yeah. I got the, I got the hot guys on the Arrow show in the comic book. <laughs> I think even the the first page when you open issue thirty, like the 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 page you know before the first couple of panels, it's it's um it's one of the posters they did at the beginning of the season. It's Colton Haynes as you know completely shirtless, you know what you know Arrow Wednesday eight seven central and so on. So it's like they're everywhere. <laughs> no, people don't get don't get upset about the hair color on that on that either. I thought that was funny. You know the funny thing is that he's had... supposed to be really kind of blonde and. Uh, Roy's supposed to have red hair, and you know uh, Barry's supposed to be blonde. It's, but you know, they I think they get you know, okay. Well, I'd rather have the right actor cast for the role as opposed to you know okay. Well, he has to be blonde. Yeah, hair color does not matter to me. And because and look like when we look at Stephen Amell's work as Green Arrow, trust me, no no one should be upset at this point that he that he isn't a blonde. Oh yeah, no, I I I, I don't know. I I really just love the show. It's, yeah. Yeah, me too. And um, but um, something I want to talk about regarding uh, annual free that um, regard we we learn more about Barry and Wallace dynamic and how it started off in a very different way. When you're drawing these two together, while knowing that that this is a new interpretation, this is a new take on their relationship, how do you find inspiration for for it? Since you know that this is a new way of telling how they first met and how they first started out as um, yeah. Um, I, I think it's just a lot of it's just in. In, in the script, um, they'll give me you know, this little hints that I pick up, and so I, I just kind of get the personality of the characters, and it's essentially like you're acting when you're drawing these characters. You're, you're acting the parts. And uh, so I, I always remember this one lie, like that you know, the key to acting is overacting. And since it's a comic, and uh, one of the things that you do when you draw, that, that, I, that I find really easy to keep motion and movement in the comic, because when you draw real loose, it's you know you, you get this loose, this loose more movement to the illustration. But when it's tightened up with the finished pencils and then the inks, it like locks things in a little bit. So I always had to overact the characters a little bit 
so that when it's finally tightened up, they feel naturally they feel enough natural and natural enough so that they're, they're, they look plausible, but it's not stiff. Um, so when I'm when I'm doing this stuff um, with 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 Wally, I'm trying to basically figure out how would I react in this kind of situation. And I was very it's the same thing. How would I react to, to a kid who was doing this to me? So it's... And luckily, I can still remember being a kid. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's enough to know, you know, it, that, you know, while, you know, you know, while he's thinking very, he's a square guy who basically just arrested me. But screw him. You know, he works for the cops. He likes the flash. And, you know, the, the flash from my uncle in prison. The, the flash wasn't here to save the city. You know, he just, you know the flash is a jerk. This guy's a jerk. Um, and Barry's basically like, well, I'll, you know, I'm trying to help out a friend. So eventually they'll be, you know, they'll get back together as, you know, friends. Okay. It'll be a little bit. Not a lot, a long time, but it'll be a little bit. Well, the journey is always interesting I, in any sort of iconic relationship. And so I, I'm looking forward to see whatever bickering they will have that will lead and eventually to them becoming, I don't know, the bestest friends and so on. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I was, um, and this, you know, like, you know, you know, I hope it's okay to ask and so on, but, you know, a lot of people have obviously responded in different ways to this change of Wally, and, um, and like I said, you know, I'm very happy about, yeah, I'm very happy about it, so it's something like that, but, like, I'm asking you, as an artist, when you know that they're gonna, you're going to draw a famous character, but in a completely different way, something new to something has not been done before. Does it put pressure on you since you're aware people are going to respond to it differently, whether it's positive or negative? Yeah, it, it does. It, you know, it, it's, it's a different kind of pressure because I you know, was expecting, you know, the blowback on this. I, I wrote one, the first little bit, I was like, oh, Wally might be black. And, like, I had, you know, people were going up to Norm at the conventions and asking if this is true of the pros. And say, no, you can't do that. You can't do. So <laughs> I, I was prepared for it, um, but it's it's kind of strange, especially when you haven't drawn some like the more iconic characters uh, for the first time. Um, like the first time I drew Superman, I just I hated it because I just couldn't get it right. Like, this is not how he's supposed to look in my head. I can't get it translated to the to the page. Um, when you're re kind of reimagining them, it's not as difficult because it's basically okay. Well, this is how this. What this is, my new parameters, um, can I, if, you know, how can I picture it? Because I did a bunch of designs for a bunch of the other characters in the new 52, like Hot Girl and um, Star Sapphire and Dr. Fate. And so, you know, I'm, I'm kind of used to it now. So you get, you know, some people like it, some people, some people love it, some people hate it because it's different. Comic fans hate change. So <laughs> I think, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, as I was watching the, the Nerdist at Midnight show. Uh, shout out. And uh, <laughs> I think they had this whole thing about, like, uh, Twitter. They changed, like, some interface, and a bunch of the Twitter the, the nerds were just pissed that they changed the interface, even though it's better and more easy to use. <laughs> I want the old one. So, no, I'm not saying anything that like, is better than the other, but um, they most of them have grown up using the, the old universe, and so they want the old universe. Whereas, you know... I was in, read some of the, the beginning part of the universe, but I kind of once I got into comics, you, there's just no time to sit around and read everything. Uh, I think writers have an easier time with that. They might have a little more free time than the pencilers do because most of the pencilers I know just don't have time to read the comics anymore. 
like I try to keep up on some of them, but it, it's just so difficult. It was like, like, oh, I have an hour for lunch. I could read a comic or I could, you know, watch some TV. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to watch some TV so I can turn my brain off for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, I just say, like, I just say hashtag embrace, embrace changes. Because I'm, I'm all for change, but you know that's just me. A lot of people don't like the change. So you know, it's, but when we did the, when we did the character designs, um, I always try, especially if it's like a legacy character, I always try to throw some of the old design in there, just a little hints here and there. Um, I think it's you know, like you know, I think it's one of those shit to shout out when you you know we watch the Arrow TV show and there's you know, Gail Simone Boulevard, you know, for the Birds of Prey episode. Um, just just like a little shout out to the to the people who worked on stuff in the past. And I was like, not like completely erasing what they have done. Just keeping a little bit of stuff, just, you know, for the sake of nostalgia and, you know, respect. So I just, I just this is my philosophy on it. And I'm sure other people, like, I know some people like to just change things completely. Um, and, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's, that's the problem with, with this stuff is like, there's no like formula. Um, unless it's Batman, you're not sure how people are going to perceive it. So it, and people are like, oh, they're just throwing books out there. Yeah, that's what that's what happens. I mean, you you don't know. You just you think, okay, well, let's put this great artist team on it, this great art team with a great writer, and we'll put this character, we'll put this new character out, and then like nobody buys it because it's a new character. Um, it doesn't mean that the pro- the property is bad or the character is bad or the, the the book is bad itself. It's just that these you know people want to see what they want to see. You just and you know sometimes you get lucky. You know, you put something out there, and people will love the new thing, and that'll be the next new big thing. But a lot of times, you know, for every one thing that succeeds, there's like 40 things that fail. And so, I mean, I would do applaud DC for doing that. Um, they're they're throwing out product properties. You know, okay, well, let's try something like this then. Maybe this will appeal to some people. Maybe we'll talk about character changes, design. Though. I think it was uh, if, yeah. uh, character design changes. So like, I'm not. I'm 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 for changes. Um, Sometimes, uh, sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Um, sometimes I like the changes. Sometimes I don't. Um, it, it all kind of depends. Okay. Really, it's <laughs> it's it's it is it is a bit of a crapshoot, and I think people some people just don't understand that. Yeah, and they're not they're not they're not they're, they they you know a lot of, and a lot of people this is the other thing that a lot of people, they they have their favorites. Um, they want their favorites to be the same, but. The problem is their favorite might not sell well for, you know, the, the 30 people who really like their favorites that way. There's like 400 who don't, who don't like them that way, and they want the change. And it's like, it's, it, I don't know, maybe it's, it's, we can't get direct feedback because it would just the numbers and stuff would just be completely unrealistic to do. So you kind of have to kind of feel things out. You know, you go to shows, and, you know, the shows are all, most of the people are mostly positive because they generally won't want to say anything bad to your face, but you go online and it's the exact opposite. Like, who do you believe? <laughs> no, exactly. Um, better believe those who, who you know, who does embrace the change, the change and they're like happy about it. You know, those that I think the best people to believe in that we, who come up and say, I feel represented, thank you for making me represented so I can actually relate a little bit. Yeah. Well, I know that one of the reasons for the, for the New 52 was um, they wanted to clean up some continuity. Issues and of course the, the problem is you're going to come up come up with new continuity problems. It's just the way things go because they're because of their serials. If if the books were all done in I think like miniseries form, there wouldn't be as many problems. Um, but 
you have to keep going, rehashing back. You know, you have to keep telling Batman's origin story over and over and over again. Uh, it's like I feel bad for the parents because they're constantly being killed. <laughs> and they're going to die again in a new series. <laughs> uh, like I've seen them, that poor people are always dying. I just, like, I think in the new, I was sure that the new movies are going to skip that, but I, that just could be another rumor. <laughs> the new movie? The, well, the, the Batman Superman movie. Superman Batman movie. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're going to reference any of the, his origin, actually. I think that's... I hope not, because I think everybody knows that now. We all know Batman's origin. We're good. Okay, so okay, so what what is it that actually happens to his parents? No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh Lord, that should be like public knowledge. I think knowledge there's like again. some sort of uh, uh, thing about what they're watching because I mean I think in the uh, the comics there, well, I went to go see Zorro, and in the movie, the Christopher Nolan movie, they went to go see. Uh, I think it was Deflator Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was an opera with a bat. I can't remember what that is. Something. Um, so it was, it was something different. It sounded like the comic fans are probably pissed about that. Was, yeah. They changed it a little bit, but they were trying to play up the bat, the fear of the bats, and I get that. So. Um, and one of my last questions um, is um, um, because you know we talked a little bit about um, this, but I know because you're such a big Flash fan, and um, you, I've seen your excitement for it. So how? Talk about in depth how you feel about this new TV show and overall the big year for our speedster. I'm excited. I mean, we have, you know, you have Grant, who I think is an excellent Flash, and then you have all these other guys coming in. Uh, Vibe, who I have a special place for in my heart now for, because I got to do all those covers and work on those covers. Um, so I was, like, I was like, oh, Vibe's in it too. Awesome. Okay. And then the, 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 the Killer Frost, I think it's a newer character. Um, I like that, you know, I like that there's going to be, you know, five of them are bad guys. So I don't, I don't know Killer Frost. I'm assuming she's a bad guy because she was on one of the Villains Month covers. But I don't know much about her. Um, but I like, you know, I like the direction they're going and the actors that they have cast. Um, you know, they've already referenced uh, the Reverse Flash or Professor Zoom or whatever name they're going to use for it in the, in the show. I mean... Really, it's it's like I just really want to see how the special effects look. That's like the last thing for me. It's like, oh, is this going to be really really cool special effects? They can do so much more now than they did in the in the, you know in the old TV show from the nineties. And really, just like, what is it going to look like? That's why I want to see this trailer so bad. I want to see what it looks like. Are they going to do the lightning? You know, well, they didn't do that in the old days because that's kind of a new thing that happened in the mid nineties with the lightning bolts coming off of the the bolts on his costume. There used to just be, you know, lines behind him, and then it was colored to two tones for, you know, yellow and red. You know, and then, because you know, someone complained that I had uh, used multiple ways of uh, drawing uh, the speed, because there's multiple ways of doing it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to get locked down into doing just specifically one, um, because, you know, there's the, the old way with the multiple images behind him, and I, I've done, I've done all of them, even when I was doing Teen Titans. So, I'm wondering what they're going to do with the, the the effect of the running. That's really what I want to see. It's like, how is this? Because I know the show's going to be good. I think Jeff Johns wrote the first episode, so I know I'm going to love it. Um, he, this my, some of my favorite era episodes are by him. I, like, I, you know, I read everything he writes because he's just, you know, he writes the stuff that I like to read. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my favorite. I love what he did with Green Lantern, um, with him and Sinestro. I think that was just... You know, great. I, like I loved working with them for like a few issues. I would have been able to work with them. Um, you know, like he's like, oh, we're gonna kill Kilman. 
was like, well, it's Martian Manhunter, right? He's like, yeah, it's a Martian Manhunter. But people, people, people didn't get that. It's like, oh, come on. It's Jeff Johns. It's a trick. Yeah, no. <laughs> you got to expect something. Don't expect the unexpected. That's why I love the writing that he does because it's, you know, it's, it's not just standard trope. It's, it's new stuff. It's like, it's, it could be, and a lot of some people don't like it. Um, the people who, you know, they're, they're, they're really cool people who've, who only like, you know, they're really edgy comics. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, you know, I like what I like. I like to be surprised. I think that's like my favorite thing is that's why I don't try to watch. I try not to watch the trailers for stuff. Um, except for the Godzilla movie. Oh my God! I, <laughs> Which, uh, I, mean, I, I like the, the 1998 one because I thought the monster looked pretty cool. Which the rest of the movie is horrible. That? Which one was that? That's uh, the American one with uh, I want to say Jeff Goldblum. I know that's not John right. Cryer. Um, no, no, no. Um, uh, Ferris, not Ferris Bueller. Um, Matthew, oh, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I liked uh, I liked the monster. I know a lot of people hate it because I liked it because he's slick and, and, and lean. And I mean, I, I'm a big dinosaur fan. He looked more how I would expect the giant monster to look. And the new one is a little, you know, it's a little the head's a little small for a predator. But you know, I'm not really going to quibble too much. He looks way better than anything that Toho did. Yeah, I'm so pumped about <laughs> so, this. So I think it looks great. The, the rest of the movie looks incredibly interesting. The stuff that I saw about the, the nuclear testing, um, I thought was just, I think, oh, that's just inspiredly brilliant. I, I'm hoping that they, they go in a specific direction with that. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, even the Ninja Turtle trailer, I was like, eh, you know what? It didn't look so bad. Yeah, I'm going to... Um... I saw the original movies. I saw the original cartoon. I read the original comics. I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't watch the, tele- the current television show. I watched that. I think it's a great show. And you know what? I was like, you know what? I didn't see anything in that trailer that looked really just horrible to me. I was like, they look, they have noses. So I was like, yes, well, because they need to be able to breathe. So. Do they? <laughs> Turtles do have they, noses. Do they really need to breathe? <laughs> no. <laughs> Turtles have noses. I'm sorry, guys. They do. I think it's the lips were a little strange because turtles have beaks, but you know they they they're it's it's you know they pick, pick and choose what is mutated and from human and what's more turtle. I think the problem that people is having with the turtle is that the fact that the noses are human noses. It's not like one of the, you know those gigantic noses. They're not really human. No, no, they're kind of more. They're, they poke out a little bit, but they're they're more. I mean, I, from the ones I saw, that's what is it? Michelangelo, I think Raphael's, maybe Leonardo's. But they didn't look like they were actually this. They, I don't think they have that like big boofy nose that the cartoon has that the turtle don't actually have. It's like, have you guys seen the turtle face? <laughs> Um, but, they're a specific kind of reptile, and they have, like, narrowy kind of beak faces. They don't generally have, like, a big, boofy nose thing as much as people think they do. But, um, if we... Like put, a big, soft, like a big, soft, squishy, giant nose thing. They don't have that. I sort of missed it, but, uh, circling back to the Flash, um, the, when the trailer hits, I, 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 can, I, can, I can't even imagine what either of us are going to react to because we, you know, we don't know what it looks like, but it's, I hope to see some, maybe some inspiration from, from what you've done with the super speed, because I kind of like how you, you know, and, and it is not to slap any other artists or so, but you, because you're the one I follow the most with super speed and the flash and so on, like, I hope to see some of those 
electrical charger, like, you know, the, the way that you do it. Is. Yeah, well, and I think I'm doing is actually really new. I'm just basically building on what everybody else has done. I mean, uh, A.T. Van Schreiber did a bunch of stuff in uh, The Flash Rebirth. With, he, like, went totally crazy with the lightning and that. I don't go that crazy, but <laughs> there's a lightning bolt everywhere, and I love that. It's like, oh, that looks really cool. It looks like he's, like, drawing power and using power. Because um, the first time I saw it was uh, was the, the Mark Wade 90s run. I believe it was Oscar Jimenez was the artist on it. Because someone's like, oh, he draws like you. And I went and looked at it. I was like, no, he didn't draw anything like me. But it was really cool. So I started picking up the flash. <laughs> I like it a lot. It's this cool, angular, kind of you know, edgy, hard line stuff that I just really liked. And I like what he was. I like the way he did the costume. And I wrote and I read the story, and I really enjoyed the story. And I was like, oh, the Speed Force stuff, because that wasn't there. There's nothing, no Speed Force in, in the 80s. It wasn't mentioned at all. And... I was like, oh, that's just really cool. It's this force that he pulls, like gravity or something. He pulls the power from, oh, that's just a cool idea. So I'm hoping they'll do some stuff with the Speed Force in the new show. Oh, Lord, what's it going to... I, every time I get reminded about the Speed Force, I'm, I'm trying to imagine what it's even going to look like. But they have... You know, yeah, because- that's the thing. It's like, uh, it, it, well, it's kind of funny because it's like I always pictured it as, you know, the energy, a lot of movement. And then when Francis Stewart in the, the new series, and he pictured it, oh, I picture the astral plane, because my astral plane is from the X-Men. <laughs> from the old days with Professor Xavier fighting, oh, what is his name? The Shadow King. Um, back, it was back in the day. <laughs> so it's just kind of like floaty rocks and stuff like that, and that's what Francis kind of did. So as I, to me, that's the astral plane. Um, the Speed Force to me is just kind of like lines and energy and movement. And I'd love to do some stuff with it. Um, I know that Van and them had some plans at a point, but things have kind of changed a little bit. From uh, I just talked to, uh, to Brian Cunningham on uh, Monday or Tuesday. We we're trying to hash out this uh, lenticular cover, and uh, so the plans have changed. And they told me the new plan. I was like, "Oh, that's really cool!" So, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Let's go with that. Okay. So. Well, lastly, uh, you know, um, one thing I'm going to say is that we I, we need to convince Jeff John somehow to either get you a cameo on the new show or at least that he names a street, you know, like Booth <laughs> Avenue or something. Uh, I, I I think that should be reserved for the guys who like really contributed to the to the to the history, you know, like Carmen Infanto, uh, Cardi. Um, well, just uh, put all of them in Jack, on the Jack show. Guys, yeah, well, I, I mean, I just started, so maybe in maybe in a couple of years, if it show hopefully goes for you know years and years, then yeah, cool, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, but I think you know I would I'd like to see the other guys honored, the people who really helped build the the the, the Flash for me as a, as a, as a, you know, a brand as a character. Those guys, I think, like they're doing with Arrow, honor the past. So like, um, I mean, hopefully we'll get maybe Nightwing in there. <laughs> Ooh. That would be awesome. I'm still open for that. I an arrow. They keep mentioning Bloodhaven. I think, oh, come on, Nightwing. Come on, Nightwing. No, 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 no Nightwing yet. <sighs> well, as long as we both agreed on that, um, Steve McQueen, who's been, I think, campaigning for the role or something. I think I think that's something. Yeah, I I, I like him a lot. Um, for the television series, I think that would be great. Uh, if you decide to go with someone a little older for the movies depending on what they do exactly. I, the, the guy from uh, White Collar, I think, would be a really good pick. Matt Bowman? Ooh. So, that yeah, he might be a little older. I like, I got, well, he was on Chuck. Oh, I, oh, I love he Chuck. Was, uh, he, and I love Chuck. Chuck was like, it's an awesome show. 
Um, uh, and so he was the guy supposed to get the inner shock. And the, the first episode, the first scene where he's like breaking in to steal the inner shock, it's just like, oh, dude, that guy's awesome. It's like, oh, are you looking at him? Yeah, he told me that way. That guy treated me that way, yeah. This is my best uh, interview ever because I can basically get you to talk about every geek show that I love. When, oh, I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm a geek. You want to talk about dinosaurs? I can talk about dinosaurs, but uh, you know, I'm trying to keep it to you know relevant geek things because the dinosaurs are generally, I think, a much smaller audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as a wrap-up, and without giving any spoilers away, um, tell... Give us a tease, especially to those who are not reading the current Flash right now. Why sh- give them um, some good teases why they should um, tune in, you know, p- pick up these issues that have just come out, and why they should, why they should, you know, follow this new series by you, um, Rob and Daddy, Van Jensen, and so on. Like, um, like, pitch it to the people why they should. Um, I guess I think there's some really good character stuff coming up. Just it's. I do, I do mostly act, you know, I, I, I really like to do action and stuff, but the stuff that's coming up, especially in issue 32, has a lot of heart in it, and there's a lot of, um, there's a couple, there's two scenes, it's like, what is it, it's like six pages, like, almost half the book, of these specific two scenes that have just, you know, a lot of heart in them, and like, like both of them are, were like, great to draw. The one was like, really hard to do, because it just, stuff that happened in my life, and I could totally relate to it. So I really like that, but we're coming out with all these crazy new villains and stuff. There's just a bunch of new bad guys that are, like, not really new because they're, like, well, stuff that has come in the five-year span from issue, you know, zero to the first issue of The Flash that happens with the Justice League thing, that whole five-year missing years thing. So there's a whole bunch of these really obscure, strange, crazy little villains that are going to be popping up. So if you want to get little little snippets of what happened in the past, um, some great stuff about what, what's, you know, where Barry can head in the future and what's going to happen with the future Flash coming back, and as he comes back in time because he's coming back in intervals and he's coming back and revisiting key points in his history, um, and before they actually finally clash, and I don't know if I should say the September issue, um, but that's when they'll finally meet up. So as he comes back in increments. Um, you get to really relive some stuff that actually happened hasn't happened for Barry yet, but you get some cool character stuff and you know the stuff that happened. Uh, but this uh, the detective story going on now with the new villains who aren't, aren't really new villains. Uh, I I think that running the two stories until they finally collide is just a really kind of cool thing to do. You get to get learn, you get to be at the beginning with Wally, see their relationship grow why Wally becomes so important to him. You get to see it all from the very beginning as opposed to having him go read, you know, 40 years of back issues. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I read all the original Wally stuff when he first meets Barry. I read all that stuff. I, mean, I read the original uh, Barry stuff. Um, and, you know, it's, it's at the time, you know, it's, it's, it's we, need, we need to change, you know, it's, it changed with the times a bit. It's, I think, an interesting way of telling essentially the same story with them getting to become friends and bonding and everything, but with a slightly different twist for a more modern audience. I think if you want to, you know, you want the wall you want will eventually show up because it's the key to the core of the character. It'll just take a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. So you'll get to see, you know, the characters you know and love doing what they do.
which is saving the world so, in Central City. <laughs> awesome. And I, I think that's a great picture to, to, to anyone who is not reading it right now. So, guys, if you're not reading Flash right now, first of all, what the heck? And second of all, pick it up. You can get it on the DC Comics um, app uh, digitally. You can get it on Comixology. But, of course, you can get it in print in your nearest comic book shop. So, get your butts up and get them. And <laughs> because it's awesome. I gave it a t I gave both issues 10 10 out of 5 possible flash and it was so good I had to give it a double rating. So guys, <laughs> like are you with me? Just just do it. So but yeah. but Brad, thank you so much. Like it's this is seriously the most awesome and hilarious interview I've ever done. And I, okay. Oh, you want to talk about dinosaurs next time? I'm totally up for that. Because I just found a whole bunch, of, a whole bunch of new weird ones this week. So the fact that you said there's going to be a next one next time it makes me just excited. That we need to get that we that we need to almost get it in like a next time already. But uh, you welcome. Yeah, next time we'll do it outside because they're way quieter now. <laughs> <laughs> These dogs. But, I'm debating on uh, whether I should go outside or not. Should I go outside? No, I'll go inside. Ah. Yeah, guys. And uh, just so you know, you, you guys, you're not going to hear this in the interview, but. His dog insisted on wanting to be on the podcast because yes, he wouldn't shut up. Yeah, he sadly, our sadly, our dog listeners, um, please don't don't unsubscribe. Keep subscribing and listening because <laughs> I swear one day we will have a dog on and we will, you know, once I learn how to talk. We need a flash dog because all my dogs, all my all my dogs I have are all excite hound dogs, <laughs> and they run really fast. So I like I love speed and you know I used to, I would love to have a sports car. I can't out here because I live in the desert, so I need a truck. <laughs> but I love the I love the speed. I love I, I just think that's just so cool. So even like my dogs are falling off fast. Okay, but um, once again, thank you, Brett, so much. Where can people tell people where they can find you on the internet? Well, on the I mean, Demon Puppy Blogspot uh, for the blog that I occasionally update, if I remember, and I'm at Demon Puppy on the Twitters. Awesome. You can call. You can call me. No. <laughs> you got my number. So. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and guys, you know where you can find the podcast, the Flash Podcast dot com, Twitter at the Flash Podcast, Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Give us a rating review; it does help the show. And um, also, once again, if you are not reading the current Flash run, what the, once again, what the heck? And get get your butt up up that chair and get them because they're awesome and uh, yeah Brett once again you're welcome any time you want and I'm sure we're gonna <laughs> we will have more geeky conversations on this show uh, well, yeah, once, well, yeah once more stuff comes out we'll be able to talk more I, I can't I, I don't want to give anything away no no it, it, that's, that's that's totally fair you know this interview was mostly to talk about your love of the Flash and you know what you've done with these two issues that have come out because it's easier to talk about things that has come out instead of things that are about to come up because you don't want to get yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I did a couple of Wally interview and uh, it was like, uh, well, I, can't, I can't say, I can't answer any of these questions, really. I just, I just have to basically be like a, a political guy you know, some running for office and like, not answer any of the actual questions that are being asked. I just kind of like make up answers for something else because it's like, oh, yeah, I can't say that. Oh, I can't say that. I can't say this. I can't say that. You know, I can't say, you know, we kill Wally in the first... Kill Wally on page two. That's the first page I drew was page two. 
Then we killed Wally. And because it's funny, because uh, Norm posted the original picture because Brian Cunningham was like, oh, yeah, just make him look like he's really make him look like he's dead. So I totally steered the poor kid. And, <laughs> and then uh, they were like, oh, it's a guy called. I was like, ooh, that's a little too much. Let's pull back on that. So we pulled, you know, we, we edited it down a little bit. It, 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 part of that's Van and, uh, and Rob. They're, they're older. I, I, I think that they. Maybe don't like the horror aspect. I did some, I did some horror comics in the past, so I don't have any problems with the gore. So, okay. So now they put in the plot style. They don't make it too gory. There, there was a Pengrilla Grad in the, the annual when uh, we, spoiler alert, killed him. Uh, <laughs> they were worried that it was too graphic. That one actually came from DC. Like, you know, what is, I, I pulled back on a lot of what I had originally drawn in there. I was like, ooh, that's just too much. i got to pull back on that. Okay. So they wanted to show. They wanted to show some brains, and I was like, eh, I don't know if that will actually work. They got. Well, they let me draw the brain scene, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. That's awesome. Um, but um, but yeah, guys. Until next time, I'm Andrew Bach. I will see you next time on the Flash Podcast.